Think of Me Up Podcast Podcast, please welcome to stage, Sean Hastings, everyone! Yes, yes, yes! Hello, everyone. How are we doing? We well? Fantastic. It is the second to last Friday of the 2014 Emperor Fringe Festival. Yes? Yeah. Everyone's having a good day? Yeah. There's people face painted. There's a man who looks like he invented reading. What an amazing show we have. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for coming to my little experiment. So for those of you that don't know what's about to happen, you're going to watch me completely improvise an hour of stand-up comedy. Some of it will be funny. Other parts will be interesting. And uh, the rest of it, if it doesn't work, I'm going to blame it on you guys. That's how comedy works. It's the weirdest job. Where if I am bad at my job, I get to say it's your guys' fault. And people go, those assholes. <laughs> Any other job, that would not work. If I was a doctor and the guy died, I couldn't be like, well, look at him. His heart was not impervious to being stabbed by a scalpel. <laughs> what a piece of shit. <laughs> amazing day i woke up uh this fringe has been amazing i i feel like i actually have a career in show business for the first time uh partly because of this podcast there's people here most of whom are excited other people are on ecstasy and think they're a tiger and so <laughs> but either way you're here and you're going to experience something you're going to see the sunrise inside i'm going to make fun of that shirt your friends will enjoy it it's going to be great um, but I woke up to something very interesting this morning. I woke up to my very first uh, uh, Twitter troll. Do you guys know what those are? Do you know what they are? All right, listen. This is the problem with me, where I have just the right kind of ego, where I was like, look at me moving up in show business. So I woke up to this guy. I'm doing another show at 9.45 at the Pleasance Courtyard called Adventure. And the guy wrote, he wrote three tweets. One was, hey, man, there was a heckler last night. A guy yelled out at the very end of the show, I'm hungry. Do you have food? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right to be confused. Because this is Scotland, home of the greatest heckles ever. Because the Scottish, they don't say fuck off. They sing a song about your mother that's both insulting and factually accurate at the same time. <laughs> But ev even that, I was a little shocked. What's up, guys? Thank you so much for showing up. We were just stalling until you guys arrived. Very good. <laughs> now we can really start the show. The pretty ladies are here. Yeah, what's up? Hello, miss. How are you? Hello, how are you? And there's another girl. And then uh, a dude who looks like a roadie for a cool band. <laughs> Which instrument do you tech, my friend? All of them. That's how good... He actually is a roadie. What's your favorite instrument? Probably the bass drum. The bass drum? Really? You really like metal, don't you? What did you say? Not really. Not really. What's your favorite type of music, Sonny Jim? Probably all of them. You don't like giving details about your life, do you? Classic rock. You know what's part of classic rock? Heavy metal. Hastings one, that guy zero. Now, favorite band in the classic rock genre? Which one? Clapton. Clapton. It's not a band, it's a man. <laughs> Eric Clapton, really? You love Tears in Heaven? Is that's your favorite song? Uh, he has a very good strategy. He just stopped answering questions, and I feel like he's won somehow. <laughs> just in his head, I'll show you some Tears in Heaven. I'll throw you out a window. Tears in Heaven is about how Eric Clapton's son died by falling out a window. I know how to start off things with a laugh. Now... <laughs> Um, and who is this standing before you? Uh, a friend. What kind of friend? <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Joseph. 
I'm not crazy. He just said, say, uncle's girlfriend, daughter, right? Who here has seen Spaceballs? Pardon me? It's a coup. What's your story? <laughs> you, guys, you guys can come up from the seats up here. I won't pick up on you if you're up here. I lie. But I will get you guys to say, hello, how are you? So you're, you're his uncle's girlfriend's daughter. What? And you're the nephew. Yeah. Good. All right. Do you know about Twitter? I know about it. You know about, you're not on it, though. Because how old are you? 18. Is Twitter cool to you guys now? Uh, me. Not to you. Because you're fucking badass, right? It, <laughs> It's nothing but Pinterest, right? Are you on like MySpace just to be vintage? <laughs> you are very much an 18-year-old male where you're looking at me like you think you know everything about the world. Let me tell you something. As a 29-year-old, you know shit. I'm 29. I know two things. One, I know nothing. And two, I should have paid attention in my early 20s. None of you find that funny, but trust me, you will in a little bit. And then, Or you're older than that and you go, you don't even know how little you know. I got a girl pregnant. Do you want to know what you learned then? That they take a shit when the baby gets born. <laughs> That's true. The first thing that happened when all of us was created was our mother pooed themselves. That's why they love us. They have to. Because if not, they would kill us right then. All right, didn't get a laugh, but accurate. There's a parent right there, correct, miss? Yeah, see? I know with what I speak. I hang out in hospitals sometimes. Not to be creepy, I just need information for podcasts. Now... So I woke up and I got three tweets from this guy who asked me if I had biscuits. I said no, and then I wished his family dead, and everyone laughed. And uh, it was pretty great. I'm really good at it. And then he, um, he tweeted me three things. One who goes, uh, one was, hey, man, I didn't find you funny. I didn't want to cause you any offense. I just wanted to let you know that I was hungry. 37 seconds later, this is at 6 a.m., so he's obviously drunk. But by the way, you weren't funny. Yelling doesn't make things funny. Hashtag go fuck yourself. And then his third tweet was, seriously, you're not funny. I've contacted the list who, no, no, I've contacted, what was it? It was a, a public, the skinny who have said you're one to watch. The skinny haven't said I'm one to watch. They said Reese James was one to watch. And Reese James looks like the exact opposite of me. He's a thin Oxfordshire lad who wears sweaters. And I look like Hitler's wet dream from Canada. <laughs> And I was sitting there, and I got really angry in that moment, because it's not fair that this is my dream. I've worked fucking hard to be at this festival to try and get people to come to my show, and someone who wanted biscuits instead of laughs is not really my problem. And comedy is subjective. It means it's something that you will find funny, you will not find funny. And something she will find funny will be funny, and you just won't laugh because you're 18 and think you're better than me. And... <laughs> And so you have to understand that. But the problem with the internet is people drink and also people have opinions and they need to get out there. And they just shut the fuck up. You're wrong. What do you do? Well, I work at a chicken takeaway place. So I think I know a lot about microbiotic physics. Why is that? Well, I grill things and that involves microbiology. Go fuck yourself. But I didn't respond to him. I wanted to. I wanted to write like die in a fire or something like that. Instead, I just blocked him, and then I reported him as spam, and then emailed Twitter and said that he'd been spreading around child porn. <laughs> so I think I'm the bigger man, right? Right? I think I am. It was pretty fun. I was actually very proud of myself, so much so that I called my mom, and she went, really? Are you going to talk about this on your podcast? And I went, no, mom. She doesn't know how to download it. 
So that's very exciting. Big day. My voice is going. You miss, how are you? I'm fine. What's your name? Anna. Anna, beautiful name, Anna. Where, do you, where are you visiting us from? I'm from Brazil. You're from Brazil? That's the furthest Woo! someone's come to see this show. That's fantastic. Thank you, one lady. Who, are you also from Brazil? Yes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> do you know her? Are your flavelas warring? Different tribes? Do they have different tribes in Brazil? All I know is that the World Cup went well. Wink, wink. Now. <laughs> I have to say, I really appreciated Brazil's like handling, because there were riots and stuff during the World Cup, and you'd go to the Brazilian representative, and they'd be like, no, it's not happening. The city's on fire behind him. What's that? It's, uh, we're getting ready for the Olympics. Like in Canada, when we... Canada's this weird thing, which is when a sports team wins something in hockey, the fans riot and then burn shit down. And they report it now even before it happens. It was famous happening in Montreal. It happened once in Montreal. In a week, they had four riots. The first one was because Metallica and Guns N' Roses were playing in Metallica. You know Metallica, right? Yeah, yeah do you like Metallica? Of course not. And <laughs> You're an Eric Clapton fan. Did, did you know that Eric Clapton stole George Harrison's wife? Let me fucking tell you about that piece of shit. So Eric Clapton was, uh, did a little band called Cream, which was awesome. And then afterwards, he went through a little phase called Heroin, Heroin. What's that heroin? Let's do heroin. And then he, um, he befriended a man named George Harrison, everyone's second favorite Beatle. And yeah, I said it. No one goes, I love George. You go, I like John, but George wasn't associated with Yoko, so I'm going to go with George. It, you could not laugh, but that is an apt quotation. No, like, you will, listen, I would hang out with Ringo before I would hang out with any of them, because Ringo would at least tell you stories. Be like, how many people did you fuck in the 60s? All of them, mate. It was great. <laughs> like, George would be like, um, I like how George is still alive and not dead, but he'd be like, well, what George would be saying if you asked him any questions would be nothing, because he'd just be a body that you've dug up and you're being weird. <laughs> would you dig up George Harrison's body? <laughs> No. That's the, the, finally the correct answer to that question. Your 18-year-oldness works well. Now, so Eric Clapton's in the midst of a heroin addiction. He becomes friends with George Harrison, meets George Harrison's wife, Patty Boyd Harrison. Patty Boyd Harrison has the record for the amount of songs written about her. It's like 17 different songs written about her, and that's because in like 1967, she was one hot tamale. Like, you look at photos, and you're like, I, I want to kiss her. I want to kiss this photo. I want to find someone who looks sort of like her, and I want to kiss them. And so Eric Clapton met her, fell in love with her instantly because he was on heroin, and that's what happens. And then he went home, and he wrote an album called Layla and Other Assorted Love Songs. You know, like, Layla, bee -bee 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 that song. And other albums that I'm not going to sing because I haven't listened to the rest of the album because it's shit. And it's really bad. There's one good song, and the rest of it's a lot of keyboards. It's the beginning of synth coming into music, which was the death of cool music because you needed someone like David Bowie who'd be like hit that with a hammer record that yes that's that's what we're going to use it sounds like a computer having an orgasm that's what I'm going for but everyone else tried to use it like instruments they used it on Layla it was a piece of shit it got critically panned uh, George Harrison uh, didn't notice that it was all about his wife even though there's a song in it where he goes Patty I love you I'm sorry about your husband obviously George not such a good detective and <laughs> So then afterwards, about two years go by, Eric Clapton does a little thing called More Heroin, More Heroin. What's that? More Heroin. And then Pete Townsend, 
uh, goes and finds him. And it's just, had just lost Keith Moon, and he didn't want anyone else to die. So we spent like three years just going around the world finding his friends and being like, don't die, please, please, please don't die. Don't leave me with Roger fucking Daltrey. He's such a piece of shit. He will not put on a shirt. Have you seen his curly hair? He looks like a shag carpet come to life to sing sort of good, but also annoyingly well. So can you? And so Pete Townsend got him into rehab. Uh, Eric Clapton explained his heartbreak. Eric Clapton took, uh, went over to George Harrison's house with the album, took Patty aside, and just played the album for her and went, this is how I feel. While Pete Townsend was in the other room being like, so George, uh, you were in the Beatles and I was in a band that was not nearly as successful. What's it like to be you? And in that moment, Eric Clapton stole George Harrison's wife. And this shows you how kind of cool George Harrison was. He said, well, it's kind of done with her anyway. <laughs> Thanks very much. I think George actually, now that I tell that story, is my favorite Beatle. Like, that's very fucking bro. Like, bros before O's, man. You can take my wife. I understand she gets half my stuff, but I have this sitar and this haircut, and I'm just going to get high and then eventually get stabbed. Do you guys remember that story when someone broke into George Harrison's house and stabbed him? Did I just make that up? Did that happen? Yes. Oh, thank fucking God. I thought I was making up stories about the Beatles again. Anyway. What's important to remember is that I beat that Twitter troll. You're in from Brazil. What brings you from Brazil? You live here in Edinburgh? No. No. Around Liverpool. Liverpool. That's two different worlds right there. In Brazil, they riot because of the government. In Liverpool, they riot because it's a Sunday. (laughs) I actually... Liverpool gets a bad fucking rap, but I actually enjoy the shit out of that town. And I do love how... Because they do what every city should do. Liverpool has the Beatles, and you don't walk five feet without them going, yeah, there's a homeless man. But you know where that homeless man is? Home of the Beatles. What did Canada ever do? Alanis Morissette, she doesn't even know what irony means. Fuck you. And then they walk away. And I'm just like, yeah, this is the cultural hub of Europe because you're angry about one thing, and that's that I'm not acknowledging your artistic presence. I'm aware how hot it just got in this room because I believe that comedy should be performed in a room that is replicating an elephant's asshole in all times. (laughs) Most people want a cool temperature, not me. I think that my optimum time for comedy is when the people who have face paint on, it's going to be melted like you guys were those drunk stagettes, stagettes, uh, a Hindu, and it's like the mascara is running down your face. So let's talk about the people wearing face paint. I don't know who that guy is, but it was the laddiest laugh I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> it's like the conch shell of doing cocaine in the afternoon. Have you ever done cocaine? Good. Don't do it. Ever done smoked weed? Have you ever smoked weed? Well played. Drank a beer? Yes. Two beers? Three beers. Sometimes three beers. How often do you drink beer? Quite often. At 18? Is that legal? You live in Belgium? Oh, the plot thickens. Are you Belgian? Uh, no. You are God's gift to podcasting, my friend. Because even with one word, it says so much. Are you Belgian? No. Do I look like a shithead? <laughs> why, why do people hate the Belgians? Yeah, right, because I'm a Canadian. Like, I also don't understand where this whole prejudice about the Polish coming over and taking British people's jobs. I've lived on this island for two years, and I've met one Polish guy, and that's when I was in Poland. 
I was in the airport. He sold me cigarettes. Now, you live in Belgium. Why do you live in Belgium? Because my dad worked there. What does your dad do? He's an engineer. What is the engineer? Pedophilia? <laughs> no. It's a good answer to that. Thanks. Favorite thing about Belgium? Beers. Second favorite thing? Chips. Good answer. The chips are fucking amazing. And I don't know what they put in that mayonnaise, but I think it's just like, just good. Because it's better than the mayonnaise here. Because the mayonnaise here, is, it's like mayonnaise, but you guys put butter in it for some reason. Because you guys put butter on everything. Like lasagna that already has peas in it. What the fuck? Did you guys get a sponsorship from the peas and butter company? What is going on? And when... And I don't like that I have to request... The only time that you have to request butter is when you get toast at a breakfast place. You have to go, could I get some butter? And then they look at you like you're insane. It's like, it's toast. I'm not going to eat it dry. I'm not in prison. <laughs> Man, as a third favorite thing. Um, beers. <laughs> Do you like the European Union? Um, don't really care much for it. That's a good answer on this island. Actually, no, that's not. Scotland's really hoping to get in the European Union if they go independent. That one guy's in charge of it. <laughs> we'll see how it goes well. His argument will be, it'll be tubular, bro. Are you for or against Scottish independence? I don't really have much of an opinion on it. It's a good answer. I'm going with that one as well. <laughs> you know who else is going with that? Every Scottish person I've asked that question to this month. <laughs> for some of the, like, the polls are pretty decisive, and yet you talk to anyone from Scotland, they go, what are you talking about? They're just going independence? Shut the fuck up. The English are here. They're leaving their money. Shut the fuck up about it. And so, are you going to live in Belgium forever? What's it like living in, in Europe? I find Europe a very interesting place because everyone's just a little bit more fashionable. Everyone's aware of how attractive they think they are. You know what I mean? Like, I spent a week in Sweden and I saw a woman practicing, posing, waiting for the bus. Like, it's just a fucked up... Right? Yeah. Where, have you been to Sweden? Do you know... But it's accurate. Thank you for laughing. The rest of you, be like her. And so... It's just a weird place and I found, I was in Belgium for three days and I just found it like it's just weirdly built and it's very compact and they're very proud of like, oh, we have the European Union, have you heard? You heard? And it's like, yeah, some people aren't a big fan and also, yeah, you guys now have UKIP, so good luck with that. And <laughs> have you met any members of the UKIP? No. Do you know what UKIP is? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> I was going to talk about UKIP. I will talk about UKIP. Thank you, madam. <laughs> Do you like UKIP? No, that's a good answer. I don't like UKIP either, and here's why. I don't like Nigel Farage because he looks like a shithead. <laughs> I don't like a man who has intentionally goofy socks. I don't know if you saw this, but there one time he was in a pub and he had a cigarette in his mouth, but it wasn't lit, but you could tell he wanted it to. And it's just like, fucker, listen, I understand that you think, oh, well, smoking, it's a person's right. It's our body. We can smoke wherever you want. It's gross. Do it outside. That way people will know you're cool. And also he's in there. He's got like a pint of bitter and he puts his foot up on the bar stool. And it shows that he has ghosts on his socks and he goes, close to Halloween, ain't it? And I just was like, fuck you. Be a villain. Be a villain. It should be just the drawing of like a dead Polish baby. Like, that's what we're going to do to all of them. <laughs> like, be who you are. Like, I hate... Because the, the UK, you guys really try and discuss... Like, David Cameron, I respect him because he's a dick. And he looks like a dick and he acts like one. What are you going to do when Scottish Glenn goes independent? They're not going to go. Well, why not? Fuck you. That's why. <laughs> Where's your eight-year-old daughter? I left her somewhere. I don't give a fuck. I was too busy eating money. 
What are you going to do with the whole Gaza situation? Don't care. They don't got oil. Fuck them. Like, it's just... Like that, you can see that he just wants to say that. And there's someone being like, do not say fuck Israel. And he's like, but I want to. I'm the king of England. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes he just goes into the Tower of England and just puts on that crown and is just like, Davy, Davy boy, king of England as far as you can see. He's just trying to kill the crows so when the crows die, uh, the queen can no longer be the queen. Do you know about that? That that's still technically law. It's my favorite... Ravens, thank you very much. Most UK woman I've ever heard in my life. Just that perfect, like, you are incorrect. I will correct you, and then I will retreat to my pint. Part what was that? No! I, it's not called Anything Can Be an Accurate Podcast. Wait a minute, where are you from? The where? I know, I, I just... I, thank you very much for trying, sir, but she's much funnier than you. Where are you from, miss? What happened to your voice? Did you just have surgery? From Fife. And you're talking with authority. She's got me on the ropes. I had to do something, all right? She knows about ravens. Who else knows what other witchcraft she might have? I'm just trying to avoid a demon hole from opening up. Has a demon hole opened up yet? No, you're welcome. Back to you, miss. I, I can't hear you. They're what? I can't hear you. I can't hear... No, I didn't hear your good insult. I just, I just want to say, what, I just got to clarify a couple of things. First, the Belgian guy looked at the lady and went, witchcraft, wait and wonder. Uh-oh. <laughs> my turn, my turn. Okay, miss. <laughs> this is why the Scottish have a reputation for being bad drunks. <laughs> I didn't hear what you just said. Did you just yell vodka and stand up? what kind of witch I am. I'll make a bartender appear. Say that was clever. It was kind of clever. <laughs> and what's your name, miss? Anne. Anne. That's a beautiful name, Anne. Without an e. Without an e? I already knew it was without an e. Yeah. I didn't know. I assumed it was with an e, but I'm just going to agree with her because I don't want her voodoo on me. Do you know how to use Twitter, Anne? Why would you do that? Wait a minute, you're a Scottish person and you're backing up the queen? What the fuck's wrong with you? A couple of things, first of all. I'm trying to think of them. One. Who the, is that Prince Philip? That would be amazing. You guys would never forget that the Duke of Edinburgh beating the shit out of me with his colostomy bag and then falling back into that coma he's probably in. Now, 
That's the rumor. That's the rumor. That's just been reported. Not really. I made it up. But you guys believe me. Andrew's got a point. You should not listen to me. A lot of this is fake. George Harrison's not even a real man. Now, and and uh, are you pro uh, pro monarchy? The monarchy. The monarchy of the UK. Are you for? Hey, 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 Would you fucking watch out? I've already got a hex on me. You guys don't want it. Don't fuck with Anne, all right? Jesus Christ. I like how you're all tough, like, oh, ooh. And then she's like, you know what? I think we're better together. And you're like, ah, hey, fuck you, Anne. I can already see her being like, no, no, no. You'll wake up as goats, fuckers. Wake up working for Alex Salmon, that drawing of a pedophile. Now... Hey, 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 hey. It's just what he looks like. It's just what he looks like. Are you, you for Alex Salmon? You like Scottish independence? Who is, who's being the leader of the pro-British independence thing? Was it you, sir? <laughs> now we have the English perspective. <laughs> What's going on? Does it involve me directly? No, back to being in London. <laughs> I wonder who pays for all this stuff. Huh. <laughs> I don't contribute that much tax. I wonder if there's other parts of the UK that do. <laughs> Where are you from, brother? And it's not the only one with witchcraft, am I right? <laughs> Where? <laughs> your southern perspective is you don't give a fuck and then you adjust your glasses. <laughs> and uh, what is your favorite part about living in London? This is why London has such a bad reputation. Is it just miserable people being like, fuck this place? I love London. I do. It's the greatest city in the world because you don't know where to look ever. Because there's always an amazing, fascinating piece of history transpiring and also a woman taking a shit on the street. Like, and it's just, what, what, where, who put you all in charge? It's just mind ma It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Do you understand that London burned to the ground in a fire about two years before the car was completely developed and they said, do not rebuild the roads for horses. You're going to have these things called cars soon. And the government that was in charge of London, the English just went, cars, go fuck yourself. Who would ever want a car? Build the roads always curved. That way the ho uh, horses won't gallop. And then it'll be like that. So they did it. They rebuilt it. It took them two years to do it. And as they did it, the cars came out and they realized, oh, we've just created a perfect traffic jam nightmare. We're fucked. <laughs> I do like living in London. You live in Belgium. Where were you born? Paris. You're born in Paris. You're just a combination of all the things that the British hate about Europe. <laughs> born in Europe. Raised in Belgium. Don't care about anything. Dating your uncle's girlfriend's daughter. <laughs> You're not, are you? No, I, both of you just look like, fuck that gross. <laughs> What's your name, miss? Ruby. Ruby. That's a beautiful name. Where are you from, Ruby? I'm from Wales. Ah, uh, beautiful place. All right, easy. I like Wales, fucking assholes. You guys all get uppity about Scotland and Wales. Yeah, fuck them. What's your, where in Wales? Cardiff. Cardiff. That's a beautiful place. Would you like to hear my Cardiff story? Yeah. Okay, one time I did a gig in a part of Wales that was very scary called Anywhere But Cardiff. And I was there and a man tried to stab me. 
and by try I mean he showed me a knife and he went I'm going to gut you fella and I went okay and then I got into the car and we drove to Cardiff and my train ticket was for that train station to get back to London and I thought I could catch it in Cardiff because I don't know how maps work so I thought the train would just go through Cardiff but it didn't so I was stuck in Cardiff until 4 in the morning when I could get a bus and so I went to Chip Alley and I explained the whole thing to a man who owned a chippy and he said I would like to help you pal but all I have for you to do is lie on this sack of potatoes do you want to lie on the sack of potatoes? And I went, yes. And he went, there you go. And I lay on a sack of potatoes behind a chippy and fell asleep for four hours. And then he woke me up with a coffee and said, that'll be 550. <laughs> I have no idea where he came up with that price point. All right, well, we should start the show. It is, yeah, we are 30 minutes in. And this, this is just the intro. We haven't even learned about Brazil. I want to talk to you about Brazil. Why do you guys hate female pubic hair so much? You don't. That's why they made you leave and move to Liverpool. <laughs> Let's ask the Brazilian lady at the back. Why do the... I think you just... I have an answer. I definitely have an answer. I didn't you didn't hear it? No. I didn't pay attention. <laughs> and get the crystal ball ready! Um, why do Brazilians hate pubic hair? It's a joke about how when a lady is completely... I don't know why this is to represent. You don't. Who's you speaking for all of Brazil? Are you the mayor of Brazil? I don't know. No, I wish. You wish? <laughs> Do you know a lot about your country's current political climate? What? Never mind. <laughs> Are you excited to have the Olympics again? Or again for the first time? Yeah. Do you do you live in Brazil right now? Yes. And what brings you to the festival? You're visiting a friend in England, you're just like, this sun is ridiculous. I'm going to go to the opposite place. And so you came here yes. for this. Yes. Have you been walking around complaining about how cold it is? Yes. I fucking hate when people do that. It's like you had to have known. Brazil is next to the sun, and England is in a corner just kind of, ee, the moon. Like, did you not know? What? Sorry, for fuck's sake! <laughs> She said she was visiting people in England. That's what I was talking about, not the other thing. I didn't make a mistake. You guys did. I did, though. I really did. <laughs> I get confused because there's no border, but there is a definite difference between Scotland and England, and you can feel it when you cross into Scotland. There's a beautiful warmth in the air. It feels like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I will suck your dicks right now. Because you got... The Scottish are one thing, and that is punch funny. So they will... Listen, I've been threatened a few times because I made that mistake before. First time I ever stepped on stage in this country. Yeah, I know Scotland's a different country. I forget sometimes. And I was very pissed off about Scotland. My bags have been lost on the train. I don't know how they did that, but they lost them. And uh, so I, uh, I got them back, but I was late for my gig, and I walked on stage, and I said, I find Scotland to be a depressing fucking place. And a man at the back said, hey, don't insult my country. And I stupidly said, hey, Scotland's not a country. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know, I know. And I added to the bit, as I was being loaded into the ambulance, I learned Scotland was a country. What actually happened is he unplugged the microphone, ripped it out of my hands, and went, apologize. <laughs> and I went, I'm sorry, but it's not a country. And then he got on stage and went, say it! And I went, what? And he went, Scotland is a country. And I went, Scotland is a country. And then he walked out, and I said to the crowd, crazy right he thinks scotland is a country and then they all went scotland is a country and i went oh fuck and then 
And then he uttered a death threat to the security guard who was out front. And so then after I got off stage, then this very tiny woman who was playing a squeeze box was on stage about four minutes later. And then five, the security at the fringe are all Glasgow prison guards who take the month <laughs> off and come work here. I'm not even joking. That's where they're all from, which is why you'll be walking into like an arty show and the hardest man who looked like he invented the neck tattoo is just, what's him? What are you doing here? I'm here to see some dancing. Yeah, good. So they rush on stage and grab the squeeze box and went, who's been talking about Scotland? And then I walked on stage and it was like, it was me. And they're like, okay, that guy said he's going to kill you. So uh, when you're on the streets, watch out for him. And then I said, I don't know what he looks like. And they went, then they went, well, that's probably trouble then. <laughs> also, I should address this. I burned my jeans in the oven. How I did that was I uh, don't have a dryer in my flat. So I thought I have an oven. Oh, fu but the problem with that is jeans have little metal bits that'll break the microwave. <laughs> Typical London behavior, right, guys? <laughs> Not even caring about the noble microwaves of Scotland, which are different than the microwaves in England <laughs> because they're more considerate and better at having a good time. <laughs> like I want, did you say you're getting back in our good graces? Thank you very much. Closer, closer. Now talk about our chips. Aren't they superior? They are superior. It's because you guys use sunflower oil as opposed to olive oil. I just made that up. Right, Anne? <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. These two guys are walking out. Oh, you got a piss? But where is she going? Oh, shit! All right, okay. All right, who knows those people? Who knows those people? Oh, fucking heck to the yes. What are the likelihoods that it's going to be a little... 100%. Oh, oh, shit. Okay, let me explain what I just saw. So she went into the toilet like this, and then he went around the other corner, and I know what he was doing because I am also a man, and we're idiots, is that he was like, all right, they're probably going to be watching, and I don't want them to know that we're going into the, um, uh, the toilet to head to Finger Blast City. So I... I'm going to go around the corner away so no one will see. And then what he did was, is I saw his head peer around. You can look through the window. So you see that corner over there where you come up the stairs. He peered around it to look at me. I was looking at you. And then he ran into the toilet, but he scampered like a cartoon sneaking. Like he just went, ee, 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 ee. <laughs> Amazing. All right, what are their names? Pardon me? The woman's name is Cobb? <laughs> Are they a crime-fighting duo from C... Cobb's there, it's just, you know, totally. Cobb's in the audience. How was it? <laughs> oh, that's very good. That Santino moves quick? His name is not Santino. Oh, he sounded Scottish. A Scottish-Italian? Oh, the food at his house. Santino, I have so many questions. Come here. <laughs> no, because I'm serious. Come the fuck over here. You, you move quick, Santino. Please sit here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Santino, everyone. <laughs> That's a butterfly on your face. Yes, Santino? Yeah. Did it start off as a caterpillar? No. 
you know that girl? I, I don't know, but I didn't before. <laughs> Just when things started to get ropey. Santino with the win, huh, buddy? Let me ask you a question, Santino. So you are a Scottish Italian. Where's the Italian from? Mum. That's the good side to have it from. That's the cooking. And no, she doesn't cook for you. She does, but I just don't cook. Yeah, I understand. You're Italian. <laughs> I've met Italian men before. You guys don't do much. You mostly live in the basements and sell cigarettes. That's actually might be a Canadian stereotype. Is that a thing here? All right, in Canada, we have a lot of Italians, and they all live with their parents. They sleep in the basement. They all sell cigarettes or have, are like bookies. And they all, at some point, if you get them riled up enough, will do the actual like Italian hand gestures. Santino, please demonstrate. <laughs> yeah, that's right. In, in Italy, they really love waving planes in. <laughs> Santino, do you know what uh, this hand gesture means? Italian hand gesture, it means you tried to fuck me, so I fucked your mother. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe a half, like a, a Scottish Canadian, and that my great 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 grandfather is from here, which means I'm Canadian. I'm not one of those North Americans that come over and be like, you know, I had a relative who visited Glasgow one time. Have you met him? His name was Connor. Like, I'm like, no, I'm from Canada. I just also like whiskey, and I'd like to wear a kilt, but that's mostly because I like to be a fancy boy. <laughs> you do look fancy in a kilt. Oh, yeah, but not a fancy boy. If you're a boy in a kilt, what are you? A fancy boy. <laughs> I like that you can admit you're incorrect. Favorite Italian dish? Pasta. <laughs> just, just the noodles. Just the noodles with some butter. They call that the Scottish Italian. No, no, no. Like, like um, seafood. Seafood pasta. Favorite type of seafood? Oysters. Oh, you must be a devil in the sack. <laughs> All those carbs and oysters? <laughs> And poor lady. <laughs> you guys made... <laughs> what I love about you, Santino, is you're literally like, in your head, this, this is helping me score. I know it is. <laughs> Let me tell you this. It's not. <laughs> this is what they call killing the deal. Are you a single man? Yes. How single? Just recently. I think your friends don't fucking believe you for a goddamn second. <laughs> Go ahead. No, thank you very much. That was. Uh, please show them what you just did. That was amazing. I literally motioned at this woman, and that man just went, "What? Well, no, no, no!" Do not fucking get me involved with this butterfly from Italy. <laughs> when did you and that lady break up? Uh, July. Why? Uh, she lives in Cardiff, and I live here, so it just wasn't working out. There's more to that story, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit, but... <laughs> yeah, we got 20 minutes to kill. <laughs> who cheated on who, Santino? No. I it was you. No. It was her. <coughs> nope.
All right, Santino. I feel like that you, you've had your heart broken, right? We need to get you a lady. All right, let's sell you to these fine ladies in the crowd. Santino, if you were to take one of the ladies out tonight, what would be the date itinerary starting? How would you pick them up? I'd, I'd walk to the house. Cares about the environment. Very nice, very nice. Question two. What would you be wearing? Probably casual smart. You know, like not too smart, but not too kind of scruffy. Cares about fashion. Use the phrase casual smart, not how I use it, which is I feel casually smart. And then I meet Anne and feel stupid. And where would you take her out? Would it be for drinks or for dinner and drinks? Well, I'm a student, so probably drinks. Wow, I just really... Did you hear all the vaginas just moisten with that phrase? <laughs> no, but like, like, like long drinks. <laughs> How the fuck did you save that? That was impressive, brother. Long drinks. What is that, like vodka in a beer? No, just drinks that last all night. Long, long drinks. You should teach a course. The Butterfly to the Heart with Santino McDonald. Smith? Your name is Santino Smith. You like to, you sound like a con man who spent a long time on the first name and then was just like, fuck it. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, all right, so you're having long drinks. Are you paying for these drinks? So you get your way out of this one. Um, probably make, make it out as if I'm paying for them, but it's probably going half and half. <laughs> London again, just like leave them with the bill. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck. Newcastle's just too full on. I saw a woman pee in front of a police horse and then she pointed at the copper and went, well, he does it. Pardon me? I know you do. It's, f oh, fucking Newcastle at night is just, it's like the Road Warrior with buildings. You have to have seen the movie The Road Warrior to get that. Did you get that reference, Santino? Yes. I want to date you. I, I have a girlfriend, though. But afterwards. Yeah. All right. Oh, speaking of payment, by the way, I know that the, uh, you got in for free, but just for point of reference, the show is actually uh, pay what you would like on the way out, and we would like money. And by money, we mean what we find in your wallet, and by what we find in your wallet, I mean things that fold. Because, and also, I know some of you are going to be like, well, I'm not going to pay. Well, then we get to have that awkward moment, because you guys all look me right in the face and go, um. and then I just shove the money closer to you, and then you all go, oh, no, and then you walk away. It's my favorite part of the day. A woman yesterday went, you were good enough to pay, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. 
Centeno, so you're now walking with your, your new gal, your new gal pal. What would you talk about on the date? Um, just, just get some background info. I wouldn't phrase it like that. That sounds like you're planning a hit or a bank robbery. <laughs> Do you have any turn-offs? Yes. Uh, g g girls that wear shoes that you can see their toes. <laughs> Sandals. No, 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 no. You have this thing where like people are starting to wear high heels that you can see their the toes sticking out, and it's just not for me. <laughs> you know, most people say like right-wing politics, or uh, or um, uh, like you know what, like bad breath. You, it's like if you have one specific type of shoe. That man invented those shoes, and look, he's fucking leaving right now. He's off to go star in Get Carter Two. That reference is only for people who've seen Get Carter, and he looks exactly like the baddie in it. Anyway. So now you're walking along, possibly along Cowgate. Where would you, where would you take her? But where, where are we? Planet Earth. <laughs> um, if, if we're in Glasgow. We're in Edinburgh right now, so you shouldn't point down, or the Edinburgh people will read at you, which is fighting to their kind. That was just for the Glasgow people. Thanks for racking me up, fuckers. So you're in, let's say you're in Glasgow. Okay. Uh, I'd, I'd probably take her to the, the, the local bar near my house. Wow, you were really upselling yourself right there. How we meet at the pub that's below my flat. Fuck that. How about you just buy a box of wine? Come on up. I got condoms. We won't be using them, but don't worry about it. No. Well played, Santina. So you're walking to right outside because your flat is right upstairs and now what are you going to say to try and woo the lady do you fancy a nightcap you say it like that it's really expensive in the bars <laughs> do you fancy a free nightcap <laughs> mm. that was beautiful now if she turns you down how are you going to play it Those of you listening at home, he just adjusted his body and placed one hand on his knee as if to brace himself. <laughs> I'm very excited for his response. 18-year-old, pay attention. He can teach you so much. She's just rejected you, and your follow-up is? Well, you know, we've had a great time tonight, and I want to thank you so much for all your time with me. And don't ever stop thinking about the men that could have been as good as tonight. But tonight was the night and you will not see me soon. So I'm going to keep talking until the microphone goes. So it's going to be a while if you're listening at home. For, the, for those of you watching, the microphone is going nowhere. <laughs> Listen, that's, that's cool. You know what? How about we get a taxi back to yours? Because Good plan! Yeah. And then when she says no, what do you do? Well, then go fuck yourself. 
Santino Smith, we've learned a lot about wooing ladies and also that behind this facade of happiness, there's an angry, angry man. How long were you with that girl from Cardiff? From oh, about five, five months, five, six months. Is there anything you'd like to say to her on the podcast? Yeah, listen, um, stop. It's not going to happen. <sighs> we had a nice time and I appreciate it, but there's just there's so much going on. Um, Are you breaking up with her right now? <laughs> I found a new uh, butterfly. All right. Miss, do you mind coming up here for one second? We just need to find out. Come on. Hello, how are you? What's your name? Ellie. Ellie, how are you, Ellie? <laughs> Santino, keep that kind of information to your fucking self, all right? Ex nay on the ex girlfriend, yay. You wouldn't have done that. You would have just said no. Ellie, you've. Uh, I've heard a lot from Santino about what he'll say if you reject him. It was very detailed, I have to say. It was kind of creepy. But let's say you find yourself in Glasgow, possibly in... Uh, what neighborhood do you live in? Fox Shields. Oh. Pardon me? You no. want to know what neighborhood I live in. Paisley? No, London. <laughs> Does that sour the deal that she's from London? No. Look at him. He's open to anything. Look at the fucking brass balls on Santino. This is fucking amazing. All right, so let's say Santino finds his way to Brixton, possibly for some pasta with seafood. And he invites you out to like a nice place in Brixton, because Brixton is not gentrified, so it's probably a place called like the Shoe Magnet. We don't have beer here, sir. We just have martinis, but they're served in hats. It's just for people who know what I'm talking about. See you later, guys. Thank you so much. Bye, Anne. I love you. She said broomstick, but I also heard boomstick as well. It's 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 what? It's platinum. That old witch is leaving without paying. All right, we need to wrap this up so I can go chase her down and break her hip. <laughs> I'm not going to do that, sir, but thank you for looking at me like, you, you better not. <laughs> so let's say Santino comes to London. Will you give him one date? No, no, I'm really sorry, no. Hey, 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 hey! I have reasons. <laughs> That's what I was going to get to next. And what are your reasons? Uh, I have a boyfriend called Fag, who's lovely. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. His name is Ferg? Fagus, it's a Scottish name. No, it's not. Easy Santino Smith! <laughs> and is Fergus here right now? No, Fergus isn't. Different country, it doesn't count. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ellie Santino!
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the I don't strangest episode of the Anything Can Be podcast podcast for a while. Thank you so much for coming along. Uh, it's been a blast. We've learned about love. We learned about witchcraft. We've learned about Scottish independence, and we have learned about Belgium. Thank you so much for coming. I hope you, if you haven't learned anything, hopefully you've forgotten some stuff. And uh, I will see you at the back. Thank you so much for your time. Have a great rest of your fringe. Good night. <laughs> Thank you.